Are you looking for a way to grow your B2B business or software company? Well, how about learning some of the best tips for content marketing, connecting with potential partners, and pitching your business? Well, if that's you and it sounds great, I invite you to join us on our upcoming B2B content marketing Q&A and speed dating podcast party. This is a live Zoom call for our community members and listeners to our podcast that can come along and you'll get to interact, learn something new, and then also have a chance to get expert advice and make valuable connections. All right, the session will be recorded and uh, published on our Authentic Influence podcast. All right, so register now and join us live on Zoom. The next event is coming up in a few weeks' time. Just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party to register. There's only 15 spots, so if you want to jump in, uh, go ahead and do that today. Hope to see you there real soon. So what's the value of blogging and why invest in outsourcing content creation? If you're wondering about this, then this episode is for you. This question was submitted by Stevie V. Brown from thechangestarter.com, uh, one of our clients and an amazing client at that and a good friend of mine, uh, during our recent B2B podcast party. Stevie asked this question from the perspective of a marketing consultant helping her clients, but my response will be relevant to you even if you're running your own business. So stay tuned and learn all about the value of blogging. <laughs> oh my god so funny right. i was like i don't want to take it down so let's see if we can make it work i think i'm gonna put something over it so it's not really reflective like that but i'm working on it okay right, so, uh, I, I want to now your submitted questions do you want me to go through and answer those in the next 10 minutes and we'll wrap up or you you need to leave i know we're kind of a bit over time here I uh, just want to respect where you're at. I do need to go. I do need to leave, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Well, Stevie, I will uh, respond anyway to, to your question and then I'll send you a, a, a Okay. Point. I'll watch you later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we're doing another one a month from now. I'll send you all the details. And then uh, if you want to invite anyone, please do. So these awesome. Are and, and Thanks so much. Great to meet you, ladies. See you it soon. Nice to meet you too. Bye, Am. Bye. All right. So, uh, El and Erica, I assume you want to stick around for a little bit? Sure. Sure. Okay, cool. All right. So um, do you have any pressing questions or do you want me just to bring up the questions that you submitted earlier? Uh, okay. Bring up the questions. Okay. Oh, sorry, El. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's do Stevie's um, and then we'll get – just, I'm just working through the list I've got here. So Stevie asked uh, – she's helping clients understand content marketing and organic search. Uh, they often think that if they don't have much traffic to their website, that there is no point in spending money on blog content because no one will see it. That relates to your question, Erica, which is, do we need to have a blog um, or, or you know, is blogging important? Okay. Uh, and Stevie says they can't understand the concept of posting content based on what their target are searching so that their content is shown by Google. So their website is seen. Um, okay. So how do we, essentially uh, the question here is how do we, is blogging relevant and how in, in her scenario, um, how can she communicate that that is important um, uh, as, as a part of a business? Okay, so the way I, I put this is, I like to use the analogy of the, you know, when you have a house and if you think of your website and your blog as your home, okay? Uh, and then uh, you have roads, they go out from that 
and you have obviously on your house you've got doors you've got your front door your back door you maybe maybe you have other doors and the entry points into your into your home right um now what typically happens with marketing is we start to do things like put things up on social media okay so we're putting you know stuff on whether it's linkedin or facebook or youtube or whatever it is uh in my case i do podcasts right uh and so those are sort of places, islands that, that, that are surrounding the house, they're, they're places where people can discover you, yeah, right? But what you want to do is always bring people back to your house because that's actually where your transactions happen, right? So all, both of you, everyone here is running services. Um, but for them to find out what your services are, who you support, who is, you know, what, if you're qualifying, the qualifying questions are there, that's all happening on your house or, in, you know, related to this conversation is the landing page, right? So that might be a landing page. So you want to direct that what we call traffic back into the house okay um which is what the blog can be the blog is a place where you really you know imagine someone comes to your home and you take them into uh, let me ask uh, erica and l here do you have books in your house in somewhere right okay yes. yeah uh where all over the place <laughs> okay, great so some people have a bookshelf some people have it all over the place like erica does um but a good way to, for someone to understand what you've researched what you know what you've you know really put your mind into is to actually look at your, your bookshelf and what books you're reading okay so you know someone can get some good insight into oh you know you have an interest in uh you know athletes and and, and, and athletes, uh, health and, and recovery and these sort of things because l would have books on those things i'd assume right um but you may have some other interests. So the blog kind of acts like that. It's your repository of information and a library that actually, when a, someone is a prospective client lands on your home, which is your website, right? And they go to your blog section or your article section and they go, oh, here's all this information that is very, uh, that shows that you have expertise and you've been really like invested in reading and, and um, learning about all this stuff and now are teaching others, you know, um, solutions to problems that they might have. So... Not only is it important from the client because that's what it does from the from a google and a, and, a, and a marketing perspective google loves that too because google and search engines are looking at websites and they're basically looking for the most relevant websites for specific search queries all right so when someone is searching for how do i host you know uh how do i use xyz platform to host a virtual event and they go into google and they type that right um, maybe they want a tutorial on how to use uh that you know StreamYard or whatever these tools are right what's going to come up is a list of articles and pages that have that information on them yeah uh, and so if you are you know those are people who are in your your target demographic there's they're your audience and they're already out there searching for this stuff so they go to google and they type that and and guess what if if they type a query in and you're an article that's on your website or a video that's on your YouTube channel comes up on that first page, they're going to click through and go, oh, I'm going to go and read more about this person. And you've actually now, you know, found someone who's searching for what you're offering is now coming to you. Okay. And that did not cost you any money other than the investment in creating the content. Okay. Um, that's very different to paid traffic, where is, you know, where we go out and we pay for ads and we pay for, you know, um, 
sponsorship and these sort of things. And, and that, that's really going to be dependent on your budget. And the challenge with paying for ads in that way is if you have competitors that are much more, more established and they're larger and they're million dollar companies and they're, you know, billion dollar companies, uh, guess who has the bigger ad budget, right? Um, and the way the ad game works is the more money you have, the more likely you're going to get the best ads, right? Um, and so you can only win that game for so long until your, your com bigger competitors are going are gonna to beat you. Um, and the problem is, as soon as this happened with a client, I used to run ads for a, a co-working space here in Sydney. Uh, the second we switched up the ad, all the traffic disappeared, right? Um, and so that's that's a problem, right? When, when you have a blog that is bringing organic traffic to you every single month, right? Um, it's Unless Google dies, that traffic is going to keep coming to you, right? Um, unless you get outranked, which can happen, um, but there are strategies for us to, to prevent that, uh, you know, and that's really just making sure that your content is relevant and you keep updating it on an annual basis, right? So even like I'll use L as an example, um, you know, L, you mentioned that you kind of pivoted or, or you, you're kind of starting this this new focus and, and much more, you know, focused business. Um, you know, I, I, do you have any content on your website which speaks to, you know, recovery for professional athletes? Is that something that that you're planning or that you already have online somewhere? Yes, <laughs> we do. Um, it talks about, we did a whole actual, Erica and I did a whole virtual series called Mastering Your Recovery. And it talks about all the different types of uh, recovery or types of injuries that require recovery. Yeah, absolutely. And, and different ways you can recover from it. Cool. Now, do you have, in, in, is that series also, has that been transcribed into text format? We are in the process of doing that. Um, I think I was supposed to do that like a few weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Okay. But that's that's definitely a good step because when Google yes. does a thing, it, it's it's looking for video, but it's all but it doesn't know what's in your video, right? So mm -hmm. so that's why you want a text format because that's how it ranks our content. It looks for text versions of things. Um, I would ask Erica, did and that what I was supposed to do? Erica, see, Erica's in yes. charge of. Uh -huh. Love it. If, if it helps, the uh, closed caption is on the uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would pull the closed captions, but then I would also clean it up because the, the, the transcription is not 100%. It's not, you know, and, and we, yeah. we say things like arm and R and then it'll pull, it'll pick that up as well. And that's not, when you're reading it, it's not a great reading experience. Right. So, yes. um, and also what you want to do is start in incorporating links to things, right? So if you talk about a specific technique, you want to link to a, an article or another video that speaks about a technique. So these things start to, to build. Um, but that's the importance of, of content. Now the value, the challenge that Stevie is presenting here is that the expectation might be unrealistic, right? So expectation might be from her clients that, Hey, you know, if we're going to invest money into creating blog content that, you know, are we going to start getting, you know, new clients coming through those blogs in the next 30 days or 90 days. And that's just not realistic. The way that Google works typically takes, you know, if you have created an optimized article and I do have, uh, uh past uh, trainings and, and videos on my site that you can look at, you know, where I talk about this uh, and how to do it. Then, uh, once you've got something that's optimized in that way, it can take up, you know, the quickest that's happened for me is two weeks, but, on average, you know, you're looking at six months to 12 months, depending on a, a range of factors, like how long has your site been online? How long have you had a domain? Are there other sites pointing back to you um, and more and more established brands in your industry? Right. So, uh, for example, 
uh, particularly for L, because you're, you're, you're working in that sort of, you know, um, the medical physio, you know, the recovery space, that if you were to able to do some kind of guest article for an educational institution, you know, one that, that where maybe you trained and, and got your skills or I just saw the ghost, um, uh, you know, like that, that's, um, that's going to like really increase the, what, what we call the domain authority of your website. Right. If you have an educational institution or a government institution in linking back to your page, uh, to your website, that boosts your ranking tremendously. Okay. Um, and you're in, you're in the space that you're in is actually one where you can do that. Like for me, you know, uh, marketing is a bit more difficult, but, I, but it's not impossible. Like I can actually go and, you know, if I were to go and, um, write an article about marketing for, uh, you know, one of the universities here that, that teach marketing in their business degrees, um, that could work as well, right? But I think you're you're kind of in a really good position to do that, Elle. So does it? So are you? Are so does it? There's articles that we that I reference a lot, and I use like because there's a lot of research from like other like Mayo Clinic, NIH, and all those kind of stuff that I reference a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. so is it me? linking to them or them no, linking back around. to me. Yeah, other way around, right? Them so linking back to me. Yeah. So you can link to them, okay. but if you if you can find the way where you can collaborate with those institutions and organizations uh, and have your it could be that you present a talk at the institution, you know, and, and by doing that they're putting uh, uh they do an art or you submit an article related to your talk and they put that up on their website and link back to your website. Uh, that that's what we're aiming for because that's gonna really help build your credibility and your authority, all right? So it's, um, and that that's really sort of the fast track. Uh, and Erica, thinking about you, similar things, right? Who are the the brands and the businesses? And we talked about these tech platforms that, that you know, you, you like to promote and you have pa partnerships and conversations with. Like one thing you'd really need to be working on is, hey, can I submit some guest content to your blog um, and then have that link back to your website? Right, and usually the way they do it is in your byline or in your where it's got the, the, the author bio. Right, it says you know um, your name and it says what you do, and then it has a link to your website. That's typically where they put it. Um, but what I'd also be asking for is, can I put a link to a resource in that article, uh, and the resource sits on your website somewhere? Right, um, does that make sense? Yes, uh, I've been doing um, more of what you told me about uh, reaching out to. Um the platforms that I use. Uh, when I make a video, I ask those um, tech companies, can I put that video on their uh, platform? But no, I don't have anything that links back to me. Yeah, so what I would do, um, I know you produce a lot of video content, pull the video content, transcribe it similar to what we just said to L, make it a text article, right? And, and 500 words, usually, usually you need to check with them how long, you can just look at their website, like how long are their articles, right? Um, and then, take one of those videos and turn it into an article format and say, Hey, can, can, would you be, you know, before you do it, you can even ask them, would you be interested in me like, like turning this video into an article and then having you share that and you can embed the video in the article. Right. Um, so, so I think that cause what, what you're doing is you're taking away some of their struggles with producing consistent content. Right. Cause one of the, we all know with, with business, like there's so much things we need to do. Um, and unless you have a marketing team, uh, then, then you know when you, when you come along and go, well, I'm an expert at doing this, or I'm you know being, I'm a specialist at doing that. You don't have to say you're an expert, um, but uh, you know, why don't I? Are you open to getting guest content that's really valuable to your audience? Let me produce that for you, right? 
Um, and that's a, it's a win for them. It's a win for you. It's a win for your audience, their audience as well. And now, now you're appearing on their websites uh, and their audience is reading about you, right? Your content on their website. Guess what? They're going to click through and, and get to your website. So now you've actually brought them over, right? Um, and that's a, that's a, a smart strategy for doing that. Okay. Um, so now back to Stevie's question. Uh, how do you convince a client that blogging is important? Uh, I don't try to convince them. I, I basically give them case studies. I basically say, look, here is you know examples of um, businesses just like yours where they've been able to leverage the blog to really build um, traffic, right? Uh, and then from that leads and clients, okay? And so I would always look at using results as a way to persuade. So for L, you know, have you worked with other athletes? Okay, can you talk about who they are? Um, if not, specifically share their names. If, if you can, great. Um, there was a, a guy who used to be the, um, the trainer for Michael Jordan. Uh, what was his name? And he just released his book during the pandemic. Um, and he also was the trainer. For, and then he ended up being the trainer for Kobe and Scottie Pippen and other players in, in the NBA. Um, and purely word of mouth. Like purely because he had the brand name athlete right, as a client. Um, and then from that, you know, everyone wanted to work with him, right? Um, and so if you, I don't know if you have that yet or if you want it or you don't want it, that's fine. Um, but think about if you can, you know, if, if there is a, and then Erica, same thing. Who's the brand name company or an up and coming company that you support um, that you can say, hey, we've worked, we've support, we've helped this company run virtual events um, and then let them be a case study and testimonial for you, uh, you know, and use that to, to open the doors to other conversations with other companies like them, right? Or other athletes like them. Um, and, and that's that's how, how you do that. Okay, so uh, we kind of went round about answering Stevie's question, but I think we, we have um, to recap that, uh, show them evidence that it works, that's that's a bestseller, and then give them a realistic, realistic uh, really talk about the difference between paid traffic and uh, organic traffic and how much, where they're spending their money. Because, you know, if, you, if, I, if I had a choice, it depends on also urgency of what they're trying to sell. If they wanted to sell uh, something that they need to, Say they've got a product or a coaching program or a service that they need to fill up in the next 90 days. Um, blogging is not the solution for that. I would say, you know, probably paid ads or some partnership deal or a sponsorship deal is the way to go because you're going to get that traffic quicker. Um, but then for a long-term, medium to long-term strategy, then I'd be looking at blogging, right? Um, so uh, a good case study I have for that is I actually worked for an accounting firm uh, and did their content for, you know, we it took them... From the day we started blogging, we, we were blogging consistently one blog post per week uh, for two and a half years before it then became the primary source of traffic to, to the website. And now everything is coming through Google, right? So they basically don't run Google, they don't run Facebook ads, they don't run any of this stuff. Uh, and they and it's become you know a million dollar company um, just from Google alone, right? So so and that's that's because of the investment in creating that blog content. Right. We also did video content as well, but that hasn't performed as well. And we really, honestly, we didn't invest as much into video because, as you all know, it takes much more time to do that, right? And effort and stuff. So, um, thank you, Steve, for your question. Erica, I think we answered your question how important is blogging? Um, so, do you want to add more context to that, or do you have any additional follow up questions to, to what I've said about blogging? Well, um, so far, um, I've taken uh, clips and uh of the video and i've taken the transcripts of those clips and i've put them in a blog format yeah but um i haven't done anything like add quotes or um any pictures and it's very long and i'm wondering 
should it be that long? Because you, my videos are usually about an hour long. Yep. So what I would do is if it's an hour long, how come my thingy's not charging? Um, okay, cool. All right. Uh, we, you, do you mind if we actually look at one of them? Is it on your site? Have you published one of these things? I haven't published it. Okay. It's, um, it's in a phrase and it's just sitting there. All right. Like. So, so okay. Think think about one of the videos that you have in mind. One of the things that you've got in phrase. Um, what's the topic? Um, SEO and video, or SEO and live streaming. So, what's the question that someone's going to ask in Google to find that piece of content if it was sitting on on your website? What's the question that they're uh, answering? How do I use SEO for like what? What's the actual question? Um, how to optimize your live stream with SEO? Okay. But that's would, not the question that somebody's going to oh. ask you. Yeah. Like, so what would Elle, what would you ask to get to that? <laughs> um, I would ask like, is SEO important in in live streaming? I would also ask, can I improve? my seo for live streaming um maybe does can you use seo for live streaming and i figured out what your ghost is it's cars you must be facing a window yes you're right it is i can it's see a, it moving it's, and they just it's the cars going by that's so good oh you should be a private investigator um <laughs> <laughs> when you're not talking stuff okay so um yeah so great question it's like so you notice, Erica, that you went to straight to the technical expert, the way you would ask the question, and Elle went, well, actually, what I'm caring about is SEO important in streaming. Like that's, we were going back even a step. Um, and so that's the question we're asking. So you put that into Google. Now, this is Australian results, so you would have different on your Google because you'd have the US results. Um, but this is a test. You go, okay, if, you, if I type that in, what's coming up, right? So Restream which is a platform, have an article on video SEO tips to optimize your live stream, right? So then I would be opening that up and looking at, okay, what 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 does that page look like? Um, we've got live video SEO and marketing, what you need to know. Uh, what is SEO and why is it important? Uh, live video SEO, everything a digital marketer should know. Okay, so I might check that out. So, you know, this is first page results. So I would be looking at a few, maybe all of these pages, opening them up and looking at, well, what's the, the typical format of these articles, okay? Uh, because the reason why they're ranked on page one, because Google has determined that these appear to be the most relevant articles that answer the question. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and it's not by coincidence, coincidence that they're on page one. Okay. So um, this gives you then a format to follow. Okay. So you're, when you look at your article in phrase, I would restructure the article. So it, it, it fo follows a similar flow. Okay. So we're going, okay. Um, it has uh, why is and these these questions in, in head, the headings are really important. This is the headings are the reason one of the primary reasons why they're ranking on page one. Okay, so pay attention to what the headings are. So why is live streaming an important marketing strategy? Why you need a video SEO strategy? Okay, um, live videos and these are all reasons to answer the question. Live videos are more engaging. They drive traffic. Uh, YouTube is a search engine. General video SEO tips, right? And then give you specific tips. And you might have already covered all this stuff in your video already, right? But you're just breaking it up in the way that um, one, the reader makes sense to them. 
And then number two, Google, it makes sense to them as well, too, right? So it actually goes, okay, these are the keywords that people are searching for, right? How to schedule your video in advance. Uh, how do you promote your live video on social networks, right? Um, and so you might have a, now each, one of, each one of these uh, points could be a separate article as well, right? Like you, could, you, could, you could you know put a paragraph here, but then link it to another page or another video that you've created, um, which, which is, you know, where you just only talk about uploading video teasers, where you're only talking about uh, promoting on social media, right? And that shouldn't be an hour video. That, that's probably a shorter 10 minute video or something like that. Or maybe you've, within an hour stream you've done, you, you've already spoken about that topic for 10 minutes. You cut that part out and make that its own video and its own blog post. Does that make sense? So, um, yeah, so, uh, so this gives, now is, is this long? Yes, it's long. Right, I'm still scrolling. Like I'm probably scrolled ten times already. I haven't hit the bottom, um, but it's it's basically answering every not every but a, a, a lot of questions that I might have in my head around SEO for video uh, for live streams. Yeah, so um, something that's missing from this is visuals. Okay, they've, they've embedded a video. Well, not really, not really, that that's not really useful. Um, so something that I would do to do this better and you could do better for your article is actually include for each one of these, you know, embed an image or a little video, you know, maybe you take a snippet out of your longer video and that answers that question and you embed it here, right? So you would, someone would, if they're interested in how to save or create clips, right? Maybe you have a walkthrough of how you're doing that on your computer and then you, you embed that video here and I can just hit play and watch you do it. Uh, for me as a visual learner, that's more useful than reading text, right? Like for me, uh, but then for the text learners, they're going to want the text as well, right? So that's one example. And you notice they have an index here on the right-hand side on this page. You get are you are you sharing your screen? Because I don't see it. Oh, really? Let's, uh, <laughs> I am sharing my screen. So let's uh, do that again. Because I thought you were um, In the chat, I put in my article. Yeah. Okay. Just in case you want to see it. Okay, cool. So yeah, top to bottom, this is a long article. I'm just scrolling through it. Pay attention to the headings, right? Pay attention to what they're talking about. Um, they even break down like marketing tips for each platform. If you're using YouTube, if you're using um, Twitch, if you're using whatever, all right? And so here's an index that, that tells you what this article contains, right? So people can click through, you know, if I only want to learn about general video SEO tips, I'm just going to click on that, right? At the top of the article, they also, um, th there's two ways you can do this. They're, this is a fancy way to do it, but in your article, to keep it simple, you can just, there's a uh, WordPress, are you using WordPress, Erica? Yes. Yeah, there is, you can search for a plugin uh, called Table of Contents. Um, it's a free plugin and basically it auto generates this for you and sticks it, puts it at, at the top for you. Um, and if you look at any of the articles, long articles on my page, uh, maybe I can bring one up. Um, no, we won't do that. Okay, so anyway, yeah, what I would say is go through, type in your search query, look at different pages. Let's look at this other page, theme, the Stream Geeks. Okay, so they've got a page on video SEO, right? Um, if I scroll through here, there, look, they've got images, they have what is live video SEO, they've got four benefits. I like, there, there is, is more, catered for a visual learner because they've got these graphs and things and 86% um, of companies do this and um, it's clean, it's, for, you know, they don't have any embedded videos. So that's another way that you could beat them or, or provide a, a better user experience, right? Um, but this isn't as long as the other article, 
Okay, so this is probably like mm, a thousand words, if that. Um, whereas the other one seems to be more like 3,000 words long. Okay, uh, now in terms of their ranking, the 3,000 words longer article is at the top. That's number one. Okay, so now it's not about necessarily just about word count, it's actually what's happening here is they're providing much more in depth information in their article, which is why it's longer. Right. Um, so that that's but there's no doesn't have to be super long and doesn't have to be what I would stay away from, though, is like under a thousand words. If, if your article is like 500 words, most likely it's not going to rank on page one today. Right. Unless there's really no competition um, for, for that particular keyword. OK, so uh, but the, the way, you know, is you actually do what we just did here. Put the keyword, the search phrase in, look at these top 10 pages or whatever that have come up, look at each of those pages, and, and then you get a, an understanding of, okay, there's an average of 1,000 to 3,000 words here. So if I write something that's in between, that should do okay, yeah? Um, and then, yeah, we can you can look at it my, my other uh, episodes on, on how to optimize, but that that's, does that give you more benefit around the importance of blogging and, and how it actually works. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's. Hey, what's up, awesome human? Before we get started with today's episode, I just wanted to invite you to be a guest on Authentic Influence Podcast. For founders and marketers of B2B services or software companies that want to get more leads and sales online, our B2B content audit interview will concentrate on coming up with practical ideas to assist you to improve the results of your content marketing. The ideal guest would be a founder or marketer of a six or seven figure B2B service or software business wanting to grow their website traffic and generate more leads online. This is all 100% free. So head on over to www.simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash live audit. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash live audit and sign up for a content audit interview today. Now, here's today's episode of Authentic Influence. Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there. And also, if you are a conscious entrepreneur, got a professional services business, working B2B, uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up, serving others, and being real, then I invite you to join my Authentic Influence Warriors Facebook group. Uh, if you want to do that, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community. Okay, thanks for joining in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end. You've made it. Um, really appreciate you for doing so. I hope you got some value out of this conversation. And I wanted to leave you with just a, uh, a quick gift for making it this far. All right, I've got some tools and training um, to become an authentic leader and to grow your business and influence online for you. Just head over to authenticinfluence.co forward slash gift. And that's authenticinfluence.co forward slash gift. And you can access all the goodies right there. Again, thanks for listening. 
And uh, if you did get something great out of this, please share this particular episode. Uh, I'd love to have more people listen to this conversation and learn more about this particular podcast. Thank you again. Chat with you real soon.